Storm Bowling Products. The Bowler's Company presents the Storm Collegiate Spotlight with Steve Klimkin and Tim Berg. Storm's Executive Director of Marketing and Above180.com's Tim Berg are going to introduce a variety of collegiate players, coaches, and key people involved in promoting the sport of bowling. Now, here's Coach K and Tim Berg. Joining us on the Storm Collegiate Spotlight podcast is Tristan Doggetti. Tristan is a senior in high school and recently committed to bowling college. Tristan, it's Tim Berg and Coach Casey of Clemkin here. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Tristan, we thought we'd bring you on since you recently committed to bowl at Martin Methodist College. Can you walk us through that thought process for you and why you feel that it's the best choice for you when it comes to collegiate bowling? Um, I spoke to a ton of different coaches and did a lot of Zooms and had a couple of visits, and Martin Methodist really just stood out to me. Um, it's a really tight-knit school with great class sizes, which I liked, and I love the campus, and I heard they had good food, which is good because I like to eat. <laughs> um, they have a great nursing program, and the bowling alley they bowl at, 1010 Alley, um, they have a great facility set up where with Specto and just having sports shots out every day for the team and personal use, which I felt like could really benefit my bowling. Um, and we have powerhouse coaches there who still bowl out on tour and have a passion for sharing their knowledge with us. And, you know, my dad has brought me a long ways coaching, but I just need someone that can take me to the level I want to be at and they can get me there. Um, I haven't had a chance to meet personally with Coach Monticelli yet, but um, Coach Learn has really embraced my game and just wants to improve upon it. And I just feel like they're forming a powerhouse men and women's team that's going to be tough to beat in the upcoming seasons. And I just really wanted to be a part of that. Um, and I feel like with these coaches teaching me, I can compete with the best of them. And one of the, I think, really interesting things, too, with your game is you're a two-handed player as well and uh tell us a little bit about that how long have you been bowling two-handed um was that something as well that you asked him about as far as the coaches because i know there are some different either philosophies or some coaches that are either comfortable or maybe sometimes uncomfortable trying to coach that technique yes sir well i've always bowled two-handed i've been bowling for like six years and um i just wanted to hook the ball like my dad so he taught me how to bowl two-handed and it's all I've ever known. Um, and when I talk to Coach Learn, you know, he's very experienced um, with the two-handed coaching style, and I feel like he's really, like, progressed the style as well, just helping out, coaching many people on the Martin Methodist bowling team. And I feel felt like there wasn't, like, he wasn't trying to change my bowling. He just wants to help improve upon it, which was a really big thing that I was looking for. Um, yeah. So as, um, as I'm curious because we've, we've been doing these shows now for a long time and this whole year we've been talking to people and they've been sharing with us their pandemic experience and how bowling has changed for them. How has it changed on the high school level? That's one thing that we haven't actually had a chance to, to talk to a player about. So how has it changed for you, whether that's competition, practice, how how have things been uh, down there in Georgia regarding bowling uh, during the pandemic? Well, a lot of changes have obviously happened. Um, we don't have high school bowling here, 
so we didn't have like a really big change on any sports teams because we don't have it. Um, but when we came back, like for me, it changed because I felt like I felt like I really wanted to bowl more, and I realized I definitely want to bowl. Like there was no doubt about it because I was on a break for a long time. Um, and when I started back bowling, I was bowling every day. I've been bowling every day and just constantly practicing. And it's really made me eager to want to build my game and make it better. Now you talked a little bit too about them putting down sport patterns and stuff to practice on. Is that something um, that you have a decent amount of experience with, or is it a big, you know, kind of adjustments and stuff you have to make on when you're bowling on a house shot versus your strategies on, uh, on the tougher, flatter conditions like you're going to experience in college? Well, I have a lot of experience in it because I bowl in many tournaments. You know, like the Georgia Youth Bowlers Tour. I've bowled in Florida tournaments. I've bowled in tournaments all around here. And um, unfortunately, I'm not able to practice on those types of conditions in my home bowling centers. But I usually I use tournaments for practice on those type of shots. So it won't be that big of an adjustment for me. But I think it will be help my bowling a lot. That I'll be able to bowl in it every day if I want to. And so, um, who are some of the bowlers that you look up to? Let's say on both tours, on the on the PWBA tour and even on the PBA tour. Who do you watch? Who you like uh, competing? Who who maybe you think your game is is similar to? Well, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't really watch professional bowling. <laughs> I know many young bowlers do, but I've never really like watched it or really like focused on anyone on the professional tour I had people like I look up to my dad um as a bowler um and his partner his business partner he's a storm staffer Joe Pimbos but I don't look up to really anyone or any focus on any um pro bowlers bowling actually now you said you don't follow the the pro bowling do you have any kind of aspirations have you gone I know that's a long ways down the road, but have you uh, thought about competing in in maybe either on the PWBA tour and some of the the bigger ladies professional events uh, once it goes past your college career? If everything works out in college and I'm really able to improve my game and get it to competitive level, I would love to go to the PWBA and maybe even the PBA and just compete amongst the best. I mean, I just don't focus i've never focused on who's actually competing <laughs> in the in the pwba and pba actually so one of the things i'm curious is is we talked a little bit about your physical game but how do you think your mental game is how has that been and that's one of the things that me and steve when we'll talk to these coaches and players they understand their physical side of their game but talk about maybe your mental game and some of the things you have that you've done or that you're you're practicing regarding the mental side of things um mentally i feel like i struggle with like not letting one ball affect my whole game i feel like that's something i'm constantly working on i'm always working on mental game and trying to just not let one bad shot just affect my whole game because i feel like i struggle with that at tournaments sometimes and um another thing mentally i'm working on is when I go out and I practice like on the shot, like the SYCs and I go to practice and if I throw a certain bowling ball and it works and I have a nice look with it. And then when I go into actual competition, 
I feel like mentally it's hard for me. Like if that's not, if that line isn't working, I feel like that affects me some too. And I struggle with like wanting to change balls because I feel like I had such a good shot during practice. So that's another thing I'm working on mentally. And that's one of the things I think you're going to get a lot of experience or kind of learn from the experience of the the coaches. I mean, having two uh, hall of famers there, I mean, that have all the experience in the world with being able to match up and, uh, kind of dial into the conditions because they are definitely, you know, ever changing. And, and then I would assume too, as well, you uh, being a two-hander and, and liking to create a lot of shape on the lane and seeing that ball hook a lot that, you know, your adjustments are probably going to be a little bit faster and maybe bigger and different than a lot of the other uh, typical female collegiate players who may play a lot straighter. Yes, sir. So like when you're bowling, you said SYC, that's the Storm Youth Championships. Is that something you've uh, seen and experienced yourself in tournament play? Yes, sir. I've noticed that um, I'm having to move, and some girls, they're just staying in the same area the whole shot. Um, but sometimes the shot breaks down for me, and when I um, throw my ball and I get it to my break point, and if they're throwing, like, something that's sanded down or, like, just right there in that area and sometimes my ball will catch and I'll like have to make a whole different adjustment just based upon like what they're throwing. Well, and I will say that that mental, you know, thing that you struggle with, I think a lot of bowlers listening can, can relate to that, whether that's walking into their league and they think, Oh, it was this, you know, bring this ball for, from last week and it's completely different and they wonder what the heck happened but uh, it's just one of those things, I think. And Steve, you know, you've experienced this on a higher, way higher level than I have. But it's the same thing. It's almost like after, you know, you have to just make your moves. It's it's a different night. There's all sorts of different variables every week, and it's one of those challenges that, as bowlers, you're right. We do have to overcome mentally, and it's not always easy to do. It's uh, it's one of those things we we do struggle with. Yes, sir. I feel like it's a common problem. It's- like amongst young bowlers as well like I know people that I bowl against like my competitors they'll be so focused on the shot that that the like for example SYC will like email us and they're like this is the shot like um, this is the ball I'm going to use and then when they go in and they go to bowl on the pattern it's not what they expected because I feel like a lot of bowlers expect the lanes to play how the shot says it's going to play, but that's not always the case. And I feel like that affects a lot of us mentally. Boy, that is so true. I mean, there's so many times you get it set in your mind that you need to play a a certain condition, a certain way. And a lot of times bowlers get focused in on, you know, what the oil pattern is. And, you know, there, there's been, you know, I bet you can ask your coaches uh, when they started bowling on tour and, uh, you know, a lot of the times the, the PBA tournaments, they wouldn't even post what the pattern is. You didn't need to or you wouldn't get to know in advance how long the oil pattern was or what the shape is. And a lot of times if you just read your ball motion and read your ball reaction, sometimes you're better off. Yes, sir. That's usually what um, we depend on. When my dad's coaching me, he never really we never focus on the shot that's given out. We just try to read the ball when we get there. All right. Well, Tristan, it has been a pleasure catching up with you. We figured we'd bring you on. We saw the news that you were committing and in uh, and, and bowling in college. So all the best of luck with you bowling in college. And by all means, we'll, um, we'll be catching up with you throughout your 
collegiate bowling experience, but but wanted to just chat a few minutes and and um, and get get into your head to figure out why you made some of the choices you did. And and uh, thank you again for joining us today, and and all the best of luck with your uh, your time up there in college. Thank you. Thank you all for having me.